I can afford that payment. I can afford a night out. So one of the things that is keeping a lot of people broke is their definition of affording it. How do you actually have a money mindset that creates a lifestyle that can incrementally increase as your as your career gets better and progresses? And I think that's a good question to ask. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 1,236, One Reason Most People Never Have Their Dream Relationship. Today, for episode number 1,237, Is This Keeping You Broke? So I have been talking to many business owners, dream chasers, podcasters, And there are some common themes and common practices that you see. And a lot of the people that I see these practices from, they are struggling financially. So I was thinking to myself, six years ago, what did I do? What did I practice? What were my beliefs versus Kevin today who tracks the finances and quote unquote CFO? CFO Jeff. CFO Jeff. And I came up with a little list of, I don't know, three or four things. So I've told this story before, but when I got one of my first big boy jobs, quote unquote, I think I was making $13 an hour and I was operating a forklift, which was actually pretty cool, all things considered. And I was working a lot of overtime. So I thought to myself, okay, I make $13 an hour. So 13 times 40, what's that? 520. So I'm making $520 a week. And if I work five hours of overtime, that's another it's time and a half, so it's like 20 bucks an hour, so that's another, say, another 100 bucks. So I'm making 650 bucks a week. That's some really good money. I'm going to go buy a new car. It's time. It's time for me to go buy a new car. And I ended up buying a new car, and my car payment was $420 a month. So it was a lot. It was a lot. It was uh, what, one-sixth of my income. Here's the point I want to make with that story. I said to myself, I can afford it. I can afford that payment. I can afford a night out. So one of the things that is keeping a lot of people broke is their definition of affording it. There's a big difference between saying I can afford a $100 dinner and and here's the problem. If you don't plan for what afford it means, two weeks from then you might make another purchase that kind of sets you back. So it's almost like you kind of have to have, this is a challenge, you kind of have to have a finger on your finances at all times. And if you're not somebody who has been focused on them or tracking them, it's very, very hard to do that. So I think one of the other things we should touch on, Alan, and this is going to be a quick episode because I have a podcast after this, but one of the other things is how many people have you worked with, how many people have I worked with, that one of the, the biggest things holding them back is their money mindset. They might have been raised in a family that didn't have a lot of money. They are... They're a dream chaser who is doing something on the side. Since they have a negative, scarce relationship with money, they're afraid to ask for money. 
from potential clients or whatever it is. They're afraid to talk about what they're doing. And they oftentimes take, and this is a fine line, but they oftentimes take less than they should to do something. And they end up in this weird spot where they're not make enough, making enough money to pay the bills. It doesn't seem realistic to chase that dream. So that's another one too. But I really think, what is your definition of being able to afford it? That's a really interesting question to ask yourself because a lot of us, we're thinking if it doesn't bring me below zero, I can afford it. Or, and this seems like it's progress, if I can replenish that money quickly, I can afford it. And in a way, that that isn't really setting you up for long-term success. I saw something the other day that, I don't remember who it was, but he said, if you can't, and again, this isn't, this isn't uh, relevant for everybody because not everybody can do this. But he said, if you really want to know if you can afford something or not, if you can't buy it in cash, you can't afford it. Again, I think that's a, an overgeneralization, but it's, it's, good, it's good understanding to put out there. And I just think for a lot of us, if we were more intentional, we would have more opportunity when it comes to finances and wealth. I think the the only thing that I, I feel compelled to share regarding this, and when it comes to finance, it's definitely something that I feel um, has always kind of made a lot of sense to me just because I was always into math. But I think some people are, are very uh, overly abundant and other people are overly scarce. So I'll give two examples. So I have, uh, I can think of Kev early on. Uh, I would argue that you getting a brand new Subaru WRX when you make $13 an hour would be you're way too abundant in your mindset for your circumstances. Mm -hmm. $13 an hour is not a lot. Even if with the overtime, that's still not that much money. Mm -hmm. You could have been investing for your future. You could have been saving. You could have been putting a down payment on a house in a couple of years if you wanted to, which would have been a really good investment. Cool. So I would argue that you were overly abundant. Um, I looked for cool, your though. circumstances. So what? I looked. Oh cool. yeah. So you did look really cool. I think I made the right choice. Yeah. And <laughs> jacked with a sports car. I mean, it did, <laughs> it did bring you some short term results, I think. Um, no, I'm kidding. But, uh, I actually had this conversation with Emilia. So Emilia makes really good money and she has a good, a good amount saved. And, um, when I found out how much, and we are very much talking about finances, it's actually something we check in on every single week. And I actually, on the airplane ride home from North Carolina yesterday, we went through all her numbers, our business numbers for the we, her business numbers for Evolve, and then our personal. Uh, but anyways, so when when we first started talking about money, which wasn't until probably two and a half, maybe two years into our relationship, um, I found out her financial goals, they're very large. And I started saying like, ah, sweetheart, based on your goals, um, there's a few messed up understandings in there. Let me help you. I, I This is my genius zone. So, so anyways, uh, I would argue that she was overly scarce. So she's someone who had a, when she, when I first found out how much money she had saved, I was very, very proud of her. But I said, for everyone else, that would be really impressive. For me, that's actually a cred hit. And the reason why is that's too much just sitting there doing nothing. You could invest that in a home. You could invest that in the stock market. You could invest that in many different things. And since then, we've obviously done that. But the point is, is that some people are overly scarce and they never spend any money, even though they have a ton of it and they don't invest enough. Other people like you early on are 
spending a bunch of money that you don't really have and or aren't able to replenish that quickly, right? And so you and I in business have talked a lot about this. You know, we have have a really big month. All of a sudden, we start spending more. We have a low month, and it's like, oh, rut row. And and so how do you how do you stay above water? How do you get above water? And then how do you create financial freedom in the sense of not like you never have to work again? Because I think that that's not really tangible or relevant to anyone who's fairly young. Um, certainly not if you listen to this podcast and you want to actually serve the world for a long period of time. Mm. But how do you actually have a money mindset that creates a lifestyle that can incrementally increase as your as your career gets better and progresses? And I think that's a good question to ask. I've talked with Taryn about this a lot because I know I don't really fall victim to this because I think at this point I just kind of understand it. But we, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are buying, they're buying like their quote unquote dream home or their forever home and they're taking vacations and they have a bunch of animals and whatever, new cars, new leases. And I've talked to Taryn about that where I say, you got to understand a lot of these people, they're like, they're really putting themselves out, uh, putting themselves in a difficult position where they're buying these houses and all this based on current expenses and current income. And there's a lot of things that are going to happen that are going to stretch these people beyond where they want to be stretched. I said, we're playing the, this is the long game. Like we're playing a much longer game where we're setting ourselves up where we're not spending all of our money on that stuff. Hey, Kevin, Kim here. Just wanted to send you a video to say thank you so much for your help on creating the Peaceful Productivity Podcast. You know, I couldn't have done it without you. I knew you'd be lots of great help with the technical aspects of getting the podcast going, but you went well above and beyond that. You helped me with the strategy and you gave me all kinds of really great support. You know, I think the key to success in business is a great attitude and you have that in spades. You really walk the walk. So thanks again. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. So I think that's another interesting thing. Number one, you got to have some sort of goal. If you don't have a financial goal or if you don't have an intentionality behind what you're doing financially, the odds of you becoming even remotely financially free are very, very low, unfortunately. I think the other thing that you have to talk about is how do you use your understanding of time to affect the way you use your money? So I think of it like this. If you had say you have a big pantry filled with food, you and, and say you do not know, you have no idea what's going to happen when it comes to food. You're not going to eat all the food and then replenish all the food. You're going to eat little, little bits of the food, little bits of the food. So when you buy more food, you'll always have more than you did last time. That's kind of the, kind of the thought is, okay, I have 100%. If I eat 5% and then I go buy more, I'll have what would be, say, 105%. Something like that where you're not, you're just not emptying it out every single time and you're preparing for the long run more so than the short run. And I think that's another, that's another mindset of because I'm making X amount of money, I can buy X car just because you can, and that this, that's the other thing too, just because you can somewhat afford it does not mean it's the best decision because you don't know what's going to happen a year from today. You don't know what circumstances are going to come. You don't know what opportunities are going to come. You don't know what you're going to want to do five years from today. That's That was an interesting thing for me where when I ended up leaving my job, luckily my car was already paid off. But if my car wasn't paid off, I wouldn't have been able to leave my job. 
because I didn't plan on leaving my job when I bought my car. I didn't even end up, I didn't even know I was going to have the high paying job that I had. So that was actually somewhat beneficial, but I didn't know I was going to have a new job and leave a new job. I think we, I'm definitely guilty of saying where I am today is where I'm going to be for the, for a while. I'm like that, ah, that hasn't always happened. I tend to, to make changes pretty quickly in my career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't want to make a short term choice with long term consequences that are negative. And, uh, I think to the pantry analogy, if you're consistently replenishing the food quicker than you're eating it, you'll always have abundance. Yes, that's what I was trying life. to say, but I, for some reason, that's a tough one to explain. Oh, no worries. I always think of the, you never saw the Hobbit movies, but in the first Hobbit movie, for anyone who's listening who has seen it, they raid the pantry of, of Bilbo Baggins, and I also have been listening to the book a little bit. But anyways, uh, just think of a pantry full of food. You eat some of the food, and then you replenish more than you ate. If you do that consistently, you're always going to live in abundance, which means you have the freedom to make choices. And a lot of times what people do is they'll buy new cars or new homes and they'll trap their future self into a circumstance they don't want. And now you're forced to do a job you don't really want to do because now you're in debt. And you just got to be really careful of the long-term implications of your short-term financial choices. Yeah. And you and I have, we've talked to many people, and again, this isn't a judgment thing, but I've had many people say, hey, I can't afford... You know, I'd love to coach, but I can't afford it. Or I'd love group coaching, but I can't afford it. Or I'd love whatever, but I can't afford it. And some people just say that, I'm sure, because it's just the e it's easier than saying, hey, I don't really like you that much. <laughs> Understandable. It's all good. You know, we all we have our excuses. I've used that or, excuse hey, before. Or I don't really like Alan that much. Well, either one. <laughs> you know, <laughs> either one. Or I don't think you could help me. Like, that's that's something too, maybe. But I think the, the other thing is, okay, am I going to see you on social media two weeks from today out to a dinner? Are you going to Bermuda? Like that's that's a really important thing to ask yourself because I love nice things. And I again, UFC just bumped their price. It's like 80 bucks now for one. Luckily, I have somebody I split it with. So shout out to Derek. But that's not a great purchase. I mean, it's pretty dumb for me to do that. It's not super intelligent for me to do that. I understand that and I still want to do it, but I also just spent $290 today for on something for Alan and I to be better podcasters. So it's like I'm also investing in the future in terms of possibility and capability. That's a hard one. If you're out there and you're not investing in yourself, even going back to the episode where we talked about uh, one of the one reason something about the dream relationship one, if you're not investing in yourself, you're missing out on a lot of opportunity, not just on an opportunity to make more money. Just an opportunity to be a more complete, aware, confident, competent human being, which does make you money in the long run. I think I purchased, I know we got to go, Kev. I think I purchased like seven books yesterday. I believe it. One of them is Brendan Burchard's new book. But I never questioned that. It's $33 per th for three credits on Audible. I just, ha I hammer that regularly. I know you see that come through when you track oh, the finances. Oh, yeah. Um, for me, I know that those books are going to generate us more income. So the very last thing I'll say, Kevin asked me before this episode, what do you think is the one most important thing for, for the listeners to take away? And I had a couple different answers, but this is what I've come to now. I think that if you want to be financially free one day, you have to kind of spend your life with this money mindset. This is my, in its simplest form, this is my money mindset. If it's going to 
make me better so that I can earn more money now and or in the future, then do it. I don't really consume. I invest. And what I mean by that is healthy food is an investment in me feeling better, which will make me more productive, which will make me more money. So that's the difference. I don't really consume just to consume things. I I invest to, if it's going to make you more money now or in the future, do it. If it's not, question it. That's it. I'll add this too quickly before we go. I I connected with an old client. So this is somebody that we we used to produce his podcast and he ended up going somewhere else. He was very unhappy with them and he's potentially coming back. And this person has a network. They they are multi, 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 multi millionaires, like 20, 30, probably $40 million net worth. They have a lot of money. You would think, oh, they're probably super easy to work with when it comes to billing and charging. No. This person many times has said, hey, Kev, is there any way we can get this price down like a hundred bucks? hundred dollars. This person is a multi, multi-millionaire. So that's another thing too is it's almost in a weird way, you do kind of have to have, I don't want to say a scarce mindset. You have to be very hesitant with spending money even when you have money because it's almost like, uh, what's a good analogy? If you're somebody who is very focused on protecting yourself, you do that all the time. You're always focused on it, even when it's not happening, because eventually one day it might happen and you'll be ready for it. It's very similar with money where you might think, oh, everybody that's successful is like a, a rapper or a musician or an artist or whatever, where they're just spending money, an athlete, they're spending money all wild. Most people who are financially successful are not doing that. They're like very, very, very tight knit with their money. So that's another kind of mindset to have is you have to question every purchase. That's not necessarily a bad thing. I understand the potential scarcity around that, but that's one of the things that I'm, I've been pissed about a little bit of like, oh man, like do I really want Burger King for eight bucks? I did it this morning. I was going to stop and get a coffee. I don't have any coffee. And I was like, I'm not going to spend $3 on coffee. I think we have instant coffee at home. And it was terrible. It was terrible. But <laughs> instant coffee is terrible. <laughs> save three bucks or whatever it is. So I wanted to add that. No, it's important. It's important. It Find the right amount of abundance versus scarcity. And then more importantly, you should be very intentional with every dollar. That that really is what it comes down to. Yeah. And if you're not, you you need to shift that. Otherwise, you'll always have to be in you'll be in trouble one day if you're not intentional with your money. That's a fact. We've been there, mm-hmm. you know, and now we're a lot more intentional. <laughs> Intentionality over scarcity. That's what I would say. Yeah. Intention. Same. You, you don't have fine. to be scarce with your time. You should be intentional. That's yeah. the number one thing. That's that will keep you broke if you're not intentional about your money. 100%. Next level nation tomorrow for episode number 1,238. One simple way to start building confidence. And as you know, our live event, April 1st, 2023, Next Level Live 2023. We are super excited to meet you all in person, to see you, some of you again in person. Again, it's an experience. It's not a speech. It's not a presentation. Is it an experience? <laughs> uh, we gotta, you can't say that word. I don't know either. We got to go because I got to get on another podcast. Yeah. As always, we love you. Appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in 
the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.